0: But how often do we live as if we're someone God never meant for us to be? Part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Hence the name, The Burt Not Ernie Show. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dig into God's promises. Well, hey there. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you had a truly blessed Christmas celebrating the birth of Jesus, of Jesus, God with us, Emmanuel, God with us, and pondering what that has meant for you personally. That's a great thing to do during the Christmas season. How has your life changed because of what Jesus did and what he has done for you and continues to do for you? That this little pause, you know, between Christmas and a new year, it's a great time to reflect on this and to thank God for as many things as come to mind when you consider what your life and what your eternity would be like without Jesus. I hope you get a little bit of time to do that. Okay, quick bit of info, and then we're going to jump into this special New Year's episode. If you're like me, you often have a word for the year. Anybody else have a word for the year? Most of the time, most years, you know, looking back toward the end of December, it's really something to see what the Lord did and to kind of reflect on The word of the year, the word the Lord gave you and all the things he did and how that word being at the forefront of your mind throughout the year just brought clarity to things to go, oh, Jesus is working in my life right here. That's what it does for me anyway, to have a word of the year. You know, I have had years when I didn't have a word for the year. It just wasn't something the Holy Spirit laid on my heart. I just didn't have one. So it's not like I force the issue. It has to happen. If he gives me one, thank you, Jesus. If not, well, I'm okay, right, if I don't have one. But, uh, but most years I do get a sense of a word the Lord wants me to be aware of, if you would, and to see him do things in my life that glorify him, mature him and sanctify me. The word itself, it's not magical. It's not a mantra. It's just a way that I sit up and pay attention and take note of the things that God is doing. I often write down Bible verses that have to do with whatever certain word God has given me for the year. I like to write out praises and thanksgiving in my daily Bible study journal, just thanking him for things throughout the year. So I created for this year, I wanted to make it a little bit, um, not easier really, but just like a place where I can put things related to my word of the year. So I created a little PDF, a printable download. It's all about the 2024 word of the year. And um, I'm sharing it with you. If you would like it, you can just sign up with your email, grab your copy, print it out. There you go. It's yours just by clicking the link in the show notes. And also, I wanted to share one more thing. I have been dealing with some quote-unquote new issues with my health. You probably know I was diagnosed with heart failure in 2016. I also have um, not a happy, not a good thyroid issue. I've been dealing with that for a couple decades, really focusing on that. And uh, so this health problem, this new one, it cropped up recently recently. Um, you know, for a while now my team at the Cleveland Clinic has told me, like many times, that quality of life management, that's just sort of the overall goal of my care at this point. So um it's just it's just the way that it is. And what's happening now is just another layer to that. So it is what it is. God is so good. He is so gracious to me. I am not questioning him in the least, and I don't want to be whiny or complainy. I'm really sharing this because if you are used to seeing me around. Like in real life, not over the over the airwaves, over the interwebs. Like in real life, you're used to seeing me around, and it seems like I'm missing in action. This is why there are also some other things going on that have to do with aspects of life that um, involve my husband and I, and it's just a season of different things, I suppose. So that's what's going on. I'm not going to really share more than that on a platform like this because I have my children are all adults now, and got a husband. It can get weird. For them if I overshare and then it just, I'm just going to leave it at that. So, but I'm mostly at home, still able to podcast. And I'm also hoping to start sending out an email weekly with links to the new podcast episodes for both shows. Uh, I have some bandwidth for that to create some new free items that I'd like to share with those on my email list. So I have not classically classically typically classically is the wrong word I've not typically been a very good emailer uh, but if you're on my email list you're going to start getting the podcast links in your inbox and if you would like to grab those go ahead and sign up for the 2024 word of the year free item if you don't want it you don't need to download it or ever use it but it will get you on the list so you can start getting the podcast links each week right in your inbox so and I am excited about the creative aspect of creating more things to share with you. I've got some fun ideas, things like maybe um, a type of a ooh, a downloadable and maybe one I can make for a phone too eventually, uh, like a way to take notes on the show. If you would like to take notes for just different, different things, like what verses am I mentioning, um, room for notes. So I'm going to be working on those things, and those will be coming out in that weekly email. So I would love to have you be part of this new, going to get busy, get to work on it email journey with me. Thank you for listening to the Burt Not Ernie Show, which can be found via the Edify app, as well as all the places you find podcasts. This is episode number 170. Psalm 103. That's what we're looking at today. Written by David, an astounding passage from the Bible, and it can transform the way that we pray the way that we see the Lord at work in our circumstances, and the way we view ourselves. All of those things are incredibly important. For those reasons, and so many more, Psalm 103 is the focus for the final episode of the bert.ernie Show podcast for 2023, and I am treating this as a blessing for you, no matter where you find yourself in the world today. No matter when you find yourself listening to this episode, it doesn't matter if it's way down the road from the end of 2023. It's your blessing right now today from the Lord. I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation today, and I'm going to read all of Psalm 103, and then I'm just going to speak a blessing over you. Psalm 103, a Psalm of David. Let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord gives righteousness and justice to all who are treated unfairly. He revealed his character to Moses and his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and merciful, slow to get angry, and filled with unfailing love. He will not constantly accuse us, nor remain angry forever. He does not punish us for all our sins. He does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. For his unfailing love toward those who fear him is as great as the height of the heavens above the earth. He has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. The Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him, for he knows how weak we are. He remembers we are only dust. Our days on earth are like grass, like wildflowers we bloom and die. The wind blows and we are gone, as though we had never been here. But the love of the Lord remains forever with those who fear him. His salvation extends to the children's children of those who are faithful to his covenant of those who obey his commands. The Lord has made the heavens his throne. From there, he rules over everything. Praise the Lord, you angels, you mighty ones who carry out his plans, listening for each of his commands. Yes, praise the Lord, you armies of angels who serve him and do his will. Praise the Lord, everything he has created, everything in all his kingdom. Let all that I am praise the Lord. All right, here's a what if for you. What if we ended 2023 and we rolled right on into 2024 doing this exact thing, letting all that we are, every bit of ourselves, praise the Lord. Wouldn't that be a powerful way to exit the old and walk into the new? Let. It's a key word in this psalm, let. It implies that we have a choice. We have a big say in the matter. Let all that I am, let all that I am, not some or part or most, but all that I am, praise the Lord. No part of your life, your thoughts, the desires of your heart, those broken places that maybe you've just been hiding away because they're so painful. No part of your life is left out here. All of you, all of me is to be about praising the Lord with my whole heart. I will praise his holy name, and it is holy. I've decided to praise him. My whole heart is going to do what I have decided that it's going to do. This is a decision. It's not a feeling. It's not fickle. It's not to be determined by circumstances, health issues, bank accounts, married or single, young or old. The decision is made, and then we praise him with the whole of our heart, not keeping some of our heart back. You know, how we do sometimes, just in case things don't work out well for us. Just in case, you know, just in case we need to run and hide away. Just in case I need to have a plan B and go wallow in self pity. Just in case I need to have some excuse for bailing on Jesus, who, by the way, never bailed on us all the way to the cross, all the way to the grave, and then all the way out of that grave. He never bailed on you or on me. May we never, ever forget the good things that he does for us. Never. That means never. What a way to end this year and start the next one, deciding that we never want to forget the good things he does for us. Okay, let's just list some of these good things right now. He forgives all our sins. He heals all our diseases. He redeems us from death. He crowns us with love and tender mercies. He fills our lives with good things. He renews our youth like the eagles. He gives righteousness and justice to all who are treated unfairly. That's just the tip of the iceberg. And that's a lot. Can you imagine how vast the iceberg is if that's just the tip? Think how much more there is. We actually can't fathom it. Think of what we have in Christ Jesus. The treasure never ends for those of us who are in the kingdom. We're members of God's family. We are so blessed. It's like we're I guess, super blessed, you might say. Yeah, we are super blessed. I'm just going to say it. He's compassionate and merciful, slow to anger and filled, filled with unfailing love, abounding in it. Does anybody need to be reminded of that truth today? Has it been brutal for you in some part of your life? And this is the reminder that you need? If so, Let it fall afresh on you today and carry this truth, these promises with you into the new year. Do not set this down. Don't set it aside. Don't drop it on the curb. Hold on to these words from Psalm 103. Let them be like oxygen to you. Let them anchor you to Jesus, who is the author and finisher of your faith. God does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. What a comfort these words are. Living in a post-Christian society, and that's where we are here in America. We are post-Christian. Take it or leave it, like it or not, that's where we are. Words of hope like this mean so very much. We deserve, as a whole, a lot of punishment. Wickedness and hate of God, it's just running rampant right now, and yet he's merciful. Does that mean that when we feel like it, we can just be grace abusers? And there's never going to be any punishment consequences for what goes on in our land. No, absolutely not. For what goes on in our homes. No, it doesn't work that way. He is God and we are not. He is the creator. We were created. He is the potter. We are the clay. We cannot begin to fathom his holiness. Think about the people you've read about. When they experience just a glimpse of of God, the vastness of God they fell down on their faces as dead. This is Old and New Testament. We cannot begin to fathom his holiness. Let's stay close to him. Let's keep really short accounts with him. That means repent often. Repent quickly and repent for real. Stop doing those things that you repent of. God's not a chump. He's holy and righteous and just. And yet, with all of that being true, and yet, this is what he promises us in his word, that he does not deal harshly with us, even though we deserve it. Is he not good? Is he not kind? What a God we serve. What a God who called us to himself, saved us, and claimed us for his own. His unfailing love is toward those who fear him, toward Those who fear Him, do you fear Him? Do you walk in the fear and admonition of the Lord? Do you do your very best to revere Him, to get a get a grasp on His holiness, even though you really can't grasp it? Do you do your best to live in the fear of Him? Do you live your life as if He's actually holy? If so, His unfailing love is toward you. He removed our sins as far as the east is from the west. He is tender and compassionate. He's a father who is tender and compassionate to his children who fear him. The fear of the Lord is a theme here in Psalm 103. We need to get this. We need to get this. He knows how weak we are. How many people in your life really know how weak you are? Maybe a couple, but definitely God, always God. Our days on earth fly by. He never forgets any of this. His love remains forever with those who fear him. Fear the Lord again. His love remains. How long? Oh, forever. That's all. Just forever. 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 With those who fear him. His salvation extends to the children's children of those who are faithful to his covenant. Have you not seen this in your life? Can you not look around and see the evidence of God keeping this promise that his salvation extends to the children's children of those who are faithful to his covenant? I've seen it. I am it. How's that for a promise that has more hope, more power, more depth to it than we can ever begin to plumb? This is rich right here. This is treasure of just inestimable value. This is tremendous. He rules over everything. That's what it says in verse 19. He rules over everything. No part of your life is out from under his rule. He is sovereign and those who fear him remember his sovereignty. Praise the Lord. Everything he has created everything in all his kingdom. Let all that I am praise the Lord. Those are the final words of Psalm 103. May this be your blessing for the coming days and weeks and into 2024. May you have a break. I mean, I'm speaking it as a blessing because I really want, I don't want it to be a maybe. I want it to be a may you have a break this week where you can sit and read Psalm 103 for yourself. Open up your own Bible and read it. Make some notes on it. Underline the parts that most bless and encourage and speak to you right now. Thank God for the promises he makes. And if he makes them, he of course keeps them. So thank him in advance for keeping every promise. And then trust him for the hard things in your life and the things that you kind of maybe sense are coming in the new year. Sometimes we get that sense like, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be some rocky stuff coming up. That's the sense I have about 2024. People are going to need Jesus. You and I have Jesus to share with them. The very end of Matthew 28 makes it clear. That's what we're to do. Make disciples. Teach them everything that Jesus said. Lead them to be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Make disciples. Not just pray a random prayer that's not found in the Word of God, not picking on anybody, but the sinner's prayer is not in the Bible. Thank you very much. It's about life change, not about thinking that if you say these two lines, you're saved and it's all good. Like, do you know the difference? You know the difference like in your own life? I do. Man, when I, when I gave my life to Jesus, I was all in. 10,000% all in. And I did a complete 180 because the Holy Spirit did it. It was real. And I couldn't wait to be his disciple. Let's be that passionate about discipling new believers. We're called to do this. They're going to be hurting people in your life in 2024, Be prayed up and ready to point them to Jesus. I'm not lecturing you. I'm just encouraging you strongly to remain in the fear and admonition of the Lord and to do what he's called you to do in his word. Okay, so um, I also want to mention, well, actually, let me just remind you before I get to that, let me remind you one more time. Your God is trustworthy above all others in ways that you can never fully understand. Let him show up for you. In the coming months, and he will. Trust him and live in a state of expectancy and just see what he does to keep his promises to you. Won't he do it? He absolutely will. Okay, now I'm going to add this last little thing here. Right at the very end of the show, I just want to throw this in. I have a friend who's a fellow podcaster and he's also a pastor, he's in full time ministry and he does like fundraising for his podcast. So, you know, I mean, he's a full time pastor and the podcasting is on the side. He's been totally honest with people about the cost incurred in running a podcast, his show, and he shared that, uh, about the cost, it's been a blessing for others as well as himself to kind of take the cost burden off his shoulders and out of the family budget. You may not know that about podcasters, but the cost of running shows is not zero, and it does tend to come right out of the family budget. It's ministry, and they're free to listen to. Um, I don't believe in like the subscribe to listen to the podcast thing. That's never been my thing. Uh, it's just where I'm at. It's a, it's ministry, but it's it's work for sure. I'm sure you can figure that out. But it costs money too, and that does come out of the family budget. So. I'm taking a page from his playbook and kind of following um, sort of his recommendation, I guess you might say, in a way. I mean, it's been a broad recommendation to all of his fellow podcasters, but just to share the ministry with others. Because if we don't talk about it, we're not inviting you into it and also not telling you all the ways that you are a part of it, which I'm going to get to. You're already a big part of the podcast reach. And uh, it's pretty cool how, how it works in the podcast world. It's a little bit unique to this industry. Um, You know, the global ministry of the Burt Knot Ernie show, and it is global, is it only grows because of downloads and listens. So here's the deal. Like you listen and every download, like if you subscribe, it automatically downloads. When you listen, that's a download. Every download kind of moves it up in sort of the search rankings on each different podcast platform so whatever podcast platform you listen to it bumps the show up and I can tell where I'm getting more listens each week because I have this little pie chart type thing that shows me where most of them come from each download puts it up higher like it's a listen to show and it bumps it up higher in like kind of the think of the search engine rankings it moves it along it's really cool like Um, You literally are helping to move the hope of God's promises to countries all over the world. I'm not kidding. It's listened to all over the world. You're you're doing that. You're doing that. People search for a podcast about prayer or God's promises, and you put it in a place where it can be found. This podcast gained 75% of its listeners, its new listeners last year. That's phenomenal growth. Growth is happening every time you download an episode and listen to it. Every single person who subscribes to the Burt Not Ernie show is helping to push it out to more and more potential listeners. You're helping them find what they're searching for when they're looking for a podcast to listen to. The part that you play in this cannot be overstated. And here at the end of the year, it's the time I just want to thank you I mean, I'm telling you, I'm more thankful for you than I'm ever going to be able to express in mere words or on this side of eternity. This is my heart cry. Lord bless you a hundred times over in return. And if you would like to be a part of offsetting the cost of my two podcasts, the Burt Not Ernie Show and the Prayer Podcast, I'm going to put a a link to my Buy Me a Coffee in the show notes. Um, I looked at adding a donate button on the podcast platform that I use, but that would cost $700 per year to add that option. And so that did not make any sort of sense to me at all. So I went with buy me a coffee and all the donations are going to go towards show production costs. None of them are going to buy me any coffee. That's all I'm going to say about that. Other than I really do mean it when I say Lord bless you a hundred times over for every single Every single bit of effort that you put in to support the show. If you've prayed for me, I can't thank you enough. If you shared the show, if you've written a review, if you've subscribed, if you've listened to one single episode, I cannot thank you enough. The best I can say is thank you from the bottom of my heart. I sincerely thank you. And I want to close out the show and the year with these words the very last words from the book of Revelation. This is my blessing spoken over you, because I'm just so grateful for you. Revelation 22, verses 20 and 21 from the New Living Translation. He who is the faithful witness to all these things says, yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. May the grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's holy people. May you be blessed. And I mean it, be blessed as you leave 2023 and doubly blessed as you enter 2024. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow to it. Next time on the show, we're going to be back in our series, Every Book of Promise, where we're just going through every single book of the Bible, all 66 of them in a row, grabbing hold of God's promises to us in each and every book. I'm looking forward to that. That's been a great series, and I'm really looking forward to continuing it. And on the prayer podcast, we're going to resume our series on praying through the book of James. Also a great series in a whole different sort of way. If you've read the book of James, you know what I'm talking about. And one last thing, in my prayer group on Facebook... We're going to be going through all of the Psalms and praying them starting in January. And if you'd like to join us for that, join the group, please click on that link in the show notes and you'll be in the group just like that. Also, it is a private group in order to keep prayer requests confidential. So there's never any need to worry about sharing prayer requests in that group because they might get seen by the general outside Facebook world. Nope, it's a private group, so that won't happen. So I'd love to have you join us for Praying Through the Psalms. Have a blessed start to your 2024. And again, thank you so much for being part of the podcast. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.